Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And you can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, Hosea Startling Prophecy. Hosea's startling prophecy bring a life lesson using the prophet Hosea. A whore and children from that union, each child has a name representing what the relation is between God and his people. Do not miss this post, Expected End, Image of Christ. Expected End, Image of Christ is a goal of God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord, plain and simple, yet hard to bear. Do not miss this post, Life Journeys Path, Life Journey Paths, Folly or Wisdom. Life Journey Paths, Folly or Wisdom is a modern prose about eternity's warning. It is a piece every believer should read. And the latest post on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post, Shaking of Nations, Christian Persecution, Fear, Faith Not, Fear, Faith Not, Fear, Classic Warren Radio. Shaking of Nations brings Christian news updates of the persecution of the Christians. The message to all is that as Hebrews warns, see that ye refuse not him that speaks. Do not miss this post, Kingdom Shaking Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 42. Kingdom Shaking is today's episode. We, in today's episode, we deal with history and judgment. In, that, in this, we find the levelant or the Levant, Mediterranean, and other well-known seaports affected. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. It's a fiction, a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. There's danger and intrigue, dark forces are plotting, and the nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Dana Glenn Smith, where you can also sign up for the newsletter, and you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, 
and there you will find the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good on this Thursday night. Yes, first day of September in the year of our Lord, 2022. 9-11 happened. Is that 2001 or 2000? Can't remember. 9-11, the ninth month. No, the ninth. Yeah, nine eleven. Yeah, how? When was that? Twenty one or twenty? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? No, no, I mean, two thousand or two thousand one. Good grief. September eleventh. Yeah. What year? Two thousand one. Okay. 2,750 people were killed, 184th Pentagon, 40 in Pennsylvania. That was just a bizarre, that was bizarre. Yeah, that was bizarre. And to this day, there's still controversy. Yep. I guess there has to be controversy. At any rate, here we are. 9-1-22. Yes. 21 years later. Can you believe that? Doesn't seem like it's been that long. Yeah, I know. It doesn't. You know, and it still affects us today. It does. It does. And we're even more divided today. We were kind of united after 9-11 now. We were, and people were going to church and seeking the Lord, and then they... I think they just fell away. Yeah. So at any rate, we're going to go ahead and do this. Okay. We are in Isaiah. Okay. Tonight on Battle Lines, truth versus those who trusted in wickedness brings us to Isaiah's prophecy in chapter 47, part 144. Dealing with Babylon brings the truth to the table. Her days are numbered as is her gods whom she serves. Today is the same as men and nations go about their own business of running governments and people. 
They fear no God, but serve many idols and traditions. As the day of the Lord approaches, all people will face judgment for those things they do and serve in this life. There is only one Redeemer, Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ, the only begotten Son of our God and Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. We are in verse 11. You know, when you look at these verses, you can really see Mystery Babylon. And you can also see a number of other nations. Verse 11, Therefore shall evil come upon thee, and thou shalt not know from whence it riseth. Now before I finish that, let's go to verse 8 and 9 to give you context. Therefore hear now this, thou that art given to pleasures, that dwellest carelessly, that says in thine heart, I am and none else beside me, I shall not sit as a widow, and neither shall I know the loss of children. Now, I explained that last time. And, of course, if you have no wars, and the husbands aren't going to war, they're not going to get killed and leave the wife as a widow. And your children ain't going to go and get killed in the war, the loss of children. Now, you know, one of the main part... Now, Tower and I both were raised during the time of the Vietnam era. We were a little older. But there was a great thing going on there, that war. I was in the service during the Vietnam War. And war is not fun. But this particular place said, I'll not sit as a widow, neither shall I know loss of children. She was very powerful, very wicked. So God is judging her. But as, as she says this, God says to her, but these two things will come unto thee in a moment in one day. And that really reminds me of 9-11. That happened without any warning. And see, I remembered the phrase, the smoke of her burning and they'll stand far away. That's in Mystery Babylon, Revelation 18. And see, we knew what that was like because we could see, you could see the burning of the fires in New York, you know, and the Pentagon. You could see the burning, the smoke. And so whenever I read this, I think of that. Because that was such a poignant picture, because the burning kept on for a while. And when I think of Revelation 18 and Mystery Babylon, when she's finally destroyed, the smoke of her burning is going to go on. 
And here when we look at Babylon of old, God is judging her. He's calling in Cyrus to do it. But these two things will come unto you in one day, the loss of children and widowhood. The very thing that she said, I will not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. The exact opposite is the judgment God is bringing on her. The loss of children and widowhood. It'll come upon them in the perfection, in their perfection, mean the completion of everything God intended to do for the multitude of what they've done, their sorceries. Their sorceries and their enchantments and everything that they did. He's judging not only Babylon, but Babylon's gods. Matter of fact, if we remember back to the time of the Assyrians, Sennacherib, Rabshakei, mocking Hezekiah, the prophet Isaiah telling him what God said, that this firebrand is not going to do anything. And the 150,000 soldiers of the Assyrians were destroyed at the gate of Jerusalem. Sennacherib was murdered in the house of his God by his sons. And there wasn't much left after that. See, that's, that's what God can do in judgment. When God's judgment occurs, righteously it occurs at a point when their sins and iniquities are full. And I like this when it says, they shall come upon thee in their perfection. These are perfect judgments. They will fulfill everything that he says. And every sorcery and every enchantment and every power and every source will be destroyed, brought low, and they will not be glorified. And so when we look at this Babylon and we look at Revelation 17 and we see Babylon the great, the mother of harlots, we can type them together, we can look at them. And there is something common in the wickedness. There's something common in the rebellion against God. Because she trusted in her wickedness. She had wisdom and knowledge, secular. But it says it has perverted thee in verse 10. And she said in her heart, I am and none else beside me. That's because nobody could beat her. She was wealthy, rich. You wanted Babylon for a friend. You didn't want her for an enemy. And when Babylon moved in war, the nations trembled. And when we look at mystery Babylon in Revelation, it's a mystery. It's not like Babylon because the mystery with the Babylon in Revelation is the fact that her enchantments are embraced by the nations. So it's not like it's one kingdom and nobody else is going to be doing it. No. The cup of sorceries is going to deceive the nations. 
and the blood is going to be required of her double for her double for everything that she has done. So now we get to verse 11. He's already told her about the perfection of the judgments, what's going to happen, the very opposite. She says it's not going to happen. God says it will. Therefore shall evil come upon thee, and thou shalt not know from whence it riseth, and mischief shall fall upon thee, and thou shalt not be able to put it off, and desolation shall come upon you suddenly, which thou shalt not know. Now see, this is very important here, because when we look at Isaiah and how this deals with the, uh, the children of Israel that are there, or, which I'm talking about is Judah, it's very important to understand this, that there was a lot of rumors. And, and God told the children of Israel what to do. Get out of there. Let Jerusalem come to mind. Why? Because he was judging the place that they were at. He wanted them out of there. So when this began to happen, at the same time, Cyrus was there to save the Jews. He wasn't going to kill them. The ones that would kill him would be Babylon. The soldiers. But Cyrus was there to rescue him. To bring Babylon down. And so, in its perfection, confusion arises. All kinds of things begin to happen. And you think it's going to happen Something's going to happen and it doesn't. You have rumors that flow around and tell you that the army's going to do this or do that. And it doesn't happen. Matter of fact, we should get to that here shortly. In verse 12, it says, Stand now with thine enchantments, which means spell or charms. You know, there, there's people in America, kids usually, that like that witchcraft and black magic. Male witches, female witches, and others who deal in the dark arts. That's happening in America. Stand now with thine enchantments and with the multitude of your sorceries. Witchcraft here. The others are just spell and charms. People that, that uh, uh, pray charms or speak enchantments. Uh, they'd be like a curse on your enemies. They can be something too where, you know, just a spell or a charm. And that, that dates way back, the spells and charms. And the multitude of the sorcery speaks of a little deeper. Their sorceries are actual witchcraft, getting into the very darkness. And it says, wherein you have labored from your youth. And they were well taught in this because Babylon had a history of this. And he says, go ahead. Stand now with them. With your enchantments, you, you know, speak your charms. You know, go get all your witches. Get all your sorcerers. Let them stand around. You know, put them out at the gates, if you will. 
Put them up on the ramparts. Let them speak all kinds of charms. Because every one of them will be brought down. That's why it says, if so, thou shalt be able to profit. If so, be thou mayest prevail. See, that's what they're going to think. That they can prevail. Because they have this. You know, and, and that's really, when we look again at uh, Assyria, Rabshakeh brought out the point that no god has been able to stand against the god of the Assyrians. And that's why they told uh, Hezekiah not to trust in their god. You know, just give up. <laughs> just give up. No, nobody has delivered themselves from us and our gods. Well, guess what? God did. And 150,000 of the Assyrians lay dead overnight. So make no mistake, we may live in a world where they think they can control everything. They may have their plans where they're going to take over everything. They're going to have some kind of shot or some kind of plague or some kind of plan to thin out the earth. There's too many people here. and You're breathing too much carbon energy, uh, carbon, and uh, you're, you're causing the earth to you know, be destroyed, and we don't want you. We want to get rid of you, and we don't want the Christians around. And See, today we got all kinds of plots. We got all thing, kinds of things going on. And everybody thinks that they're, that they're top, that they're going to be able to do it. America thinks the same thing, even though we're divided over here. You know, Iran thinks the same thing. The Communist Party thinks the same thing. Every one of them, that's why in Psalm 2 it says, Kiss the sun lest he be angry. You want to kiss the sun today? Then repent of your sins. Ask him to forgive you and start walking in the light as he is in the light. You have to receive him as in First John. I mean as in John chapter 1. And you have to walk in the light as he is in the light. First John 1. And you have to be born again of the spirit. John chapter 3. You know, it's not just a head knowledge. It's a born again. You know his spirit. His spirit bears witness with your spirit that you're a child of God. And yes, I know what that is. And God's spirit bears witness with my spirit a lot. I know in whom I believe and I know in whom I belong. And I don't need a witch or a warlock or an unbeliever or someone else to tell me it's fake or nothing else. Because I know the truth. And the truth has set me free. And that's what God intended with his people. And therefore we are living in these days where every one of these scriptures means something. Yes, this is talking about Judah being delivered. Yes, this is talking about God calling in Cyrus. But this is also teaching you what God is able to do. You are in the new covenant now, the fulfillment of the Old Testament and the new, united together. Christ said, I have come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And if God can do these things, then he can take care of us. And he can make a way for us where there is no way. And that's the truth today. And that's the lesson to be learned as we go through Isaiah. You know, people look at Isaiah maybe 
And they go, oh, you know, he's still in Isaiah. Well, what's in Isaiah? Well, I'll tell you, if you haven't gotten in Isaiah, you don't even know what prophecy is yet. You don't even know nothing. You need to get in Isaiah, stay in Isaiah. And you need to get in some of these other books, as well as get in John. Listen to John about a hundred times until you're getting it down. Because God can reveal it to you deep all the way. And that's what this country needs. It needs to repent because it's enchantments, it's sorceries in America. All the things that they're grafting a hold of, that they want to ingrain themselves with, is going to come to naught. Every kind of sin and iniquity and what they're trying to do to the kids, every one of those things is going to come to nothing. And the wicked will not prevail. They may prevail in the beginning, and you may think this is it. But though they slay us, yet we can trust him. Though they slay us and our blood is on the ground, yet the Lord will require of them our blood. He will require of them and he will make them pay every farthing, every last penny, right to their own bones, death, teeth, hair, and everything else. To their soul they will pay. For God is going to move and he is going to to protect and he is going to cause his kingdom to come in and all of those who are shedding innocent blood and part of that is mystery Babylon he will require of them the blood that they've shed and so when we look at this stand now at thy enchantments that's a challenge from the Lord God go ahead Grab your enchantments. Get your best wizards. Say your best spells. Stand there. Chant it all you want to. From morning till night. Stay up late at night. Get someone to relieve you. Bring in three or four hundred more. Let them all say it. Let them stand. Let them ring around Babylon. And let them shout curses against me. And try to stop me. For I am the Lord. And I shall stand in perfection. I am bringing this upon you for thy sins, O Babylon. And you will not stand. But see, one day, even in this world, we're going to have one who will stand in wickedness, who will not believe that God is able to bring them down. And they will deceive the nations, and they will be responsible for the blood of all those shed upon this earth. That's yet to come. And we read the part about the woman. But Revelation 17, 3 through 6, because this is, this is the harlot. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman set upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. We covered that part full of power perfected in its wickedness the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls and having a golden cup in her hand now, all of those things is what we look at in the earth golden you know scarlet red and purple 
and gold, precious stones, those are all royalty. She was decked as royalty. And she had a golden cup, royalty. And her hand was full of a, a golden cup. In her hand was full of abominations and filthiness. See, this is royalty. This is the royalty of filthiness. You know, we look around America, we're getting a lot more corrupt than we ever were. Even growing up in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, and as we got older and seeing the things that people do, it's nothing to what this woman is going to bring. And she's going to stand in royalty. People will love her. It'll be wonderful. Look at all the things you can do. God has gone away. He's left us alone. We're in charge. And she has these abominations and absolute filthiness. And she will entice the world and they will follow her. And we're, I can tell you right now, this woman is active right now on the earth. And she's doing it in the nation. She is having a high time in America. Because we are falling for this. And we've got abominations and stuff that should not be here. We've got a church that isn't fully awake and know what's going on. It's time that the churches repent from stem to stern. From pastor down to the lowest uh, person in that place. And they need to repent and they need to get right with God and they need to pray fervently and they need to weep and howl for the miseries that are coming. And they need to believe God for deliverance because this woman means business. And along the way, there's going to be control because she rides on the beast and the beast is going to be control. And part of that beast will be the one who will have another one with him. We call the one the beast. Another word for him is the Antichrist, but he will have another one with him, the false prophet. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. When I saw her, I wondered. And see, that's, that's the thing. She, she's drunk. She has a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness. The nations are drunk on that filthiness. But the woman is drunk with the blood of the martyrs because the people don't care. See? They don't care because they have their abominations and filthiness. And they're happy. They're contented. They're busy with other things. While this woman goes ahead after she's got them deceived and they're doing what she wants. She can go make war. And she's drunken with the blood of the saints. She's drunken with the blood of the martyrs. Yes, there's going to be people standing up for Jesus. Now, see, let me tell you how this applies. When you get back to Israel, when you get back to what God did with Babylon, when you get to the fact that he brought in Cyrus, and Cyrus was a Persian. In case you don't know, that's Iran today. And God did that, his people, Judah, he had a covenant with them. They were in there for 70 years, and he was going to bring them back. You paid your penalty, you learned your lesson, come back. You're my people, I'm going to, I'm going to bring you back to Jerusalem, I'm going to set up a temple for you. And they had another chance. 
And then, of course, they were they lost that chance during Titus. And Titus destroyed Jerusalem, killed a million Jews, destroyed the temple, and the Jews were dispersed within the nations. Some of them stayed in the Holy Land, as we call Israel and that. But then God brought them back in 1948, I think it is. They've been in there ever since. They've got their own land. Predominantly, it's been the tribe of Judah that's been there, along with the Levites who have been there all along, and Benjamin. But there's been others that's been in the land too. Not a lot of them, but the lost tribes have been lost, and some of them are coming up. So you see how this works? God is an eternal God. He's going to bring them back. And I like this, and we are we are coming down to chapter 48, and we'll get into that in a bit. But verse 13 of that, it, it speaks of Babylon again. Thou art wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. <laughs> you know, when you've got somebody coming like Cyrus, and he was powerful, you're going to have all kinds of people trying to tell you what you need to be doing. So he says, you are wearied in the multitude of thy counsels. Well, if you have one, one person who's a counsel, you might as well have 20, 30, 40, or 100. I mean, who knows? Just let them all be your counselors. Let now the astrologers, and see, this is what we're talking about. You have the astrologers, the astrologers, the stargazers, and the monthly prognosticators. Because they want to look to the heavens. It's kind of interesting to note that they will look to the heavens. And Israel did this too. They, they, they actually gave offerings to the queen of heaven. Among other gods. So you wonder why the children of Israel got, you know, both their houses was sent into captivity because they sinned. They didn't do what God told them to do. So make no mistake, Christian. This is the God of holiness. If you're a Christian, be a Christian. And be the best Christian you can have, you can be, by following his word and walking in his light. You can't have one foot in hell and one foot in heaven. you got to decide who you're going to serve God or mammon God or Satan God or the flesh and so you have astrologers that meaning is dividers of the heavens and I, I do like that that definition because if you look at the heavens it looks like a bunch of dots and planets you know stars but until you look closely. Now the one thing I look for all the time year round. When I'm going out late at night. And I love the stars. I always have. The moon. I love God's creation. I always look for Orion. And then I look for the Pleiades. But see, astrologers are the dividers of the heavens. They want to get the message. So you have to divide out what part of the sky is showing and what it means. 
you look at the horoscope of the various months and what's going on because you want to figure out well is this it this is also refers to augury like divination and there's various ways to divine if you get over in Africa some of them will do it with uh, the entrails some will do it with uh, um, throwing you know animal bones or something like dice and reading that you know some people do tea leaves I mean there's all kinds of way to divine but this is who it's, it's trying to read you know I mean what do we do as believers we seek the Lord and trust him we get in his word and wait on him see that's our hope we don't need the astrologers stargazers, stargazers and prognosticators See, so you have the astrologers telling you whether this is a good time. Well, if you're being invaded, it better be a good time. When the astrologers look in there and divide the heavens and they're divin you know, trying to divine an answer or take a horoscope, well don't give don't give the king of Babylon a bad horoscope. He ain't gonna like it. You better give him a good one. You know, that way you're not going to be on the bad end of the stick. But on the other hand, if you try to tell him something that's going to happen that ain't going to happen, he'll probably cut your head off. I mean, that's the way it works. The stargazers, they look at the position of the stars and they say, well, this is a good time or this ain't a good time or you need to do this. Go out on the right side of the castle and face, uh, you know, uh, a certain constellation. And, yeah, I mean, who knows what they'll do. Monthly prognosticators, these are the ones that will attempt to make known what will occur, you know. And that is like when the new moons appear. I mean, when you're talking, for instance, uh, sportsmen and things like that, a lot, of, a lot of them go by the fishing calendar and the new moons and whatever. And uh, there's also barometric pr pressure in there. Uh, or they will predict changes of weather now the weather really means a lot if you're going to go to war I mean if you watch World War II there's one thing that bogged down the enemy as well as the Allies was war and uh, snow or mud and so all of these people are the ones that would I mean you would literally wear yourself out trying to talk to the king and all those who are making war what's the best way because you've got danger you're being attacked you're being threatened like you've never been threatened so God is saying go ahead put them out there you're going to worry yourself out you're going to make yourself tired you're going to have a lot of counsel and you're going to gather everybody that you know together. And they're going to do everything they can. And they're going to tell you all kinds of stuff. But you're just going to wear yourself out. Because it isn't going to do any good. Now see, let me tell you something. Today we do things different. You see, America has more nuclear weapons... And then you add in Russia's nuclear weapons. Then you add in China's nuclear weapons. Just those three. We have enough nuclear power to blow the earth. 
completely apart. If we let them all go at the same time. And see, the thing of it is, if we look in Revelation again, it says the Lord will destroy those who have destroyed the earth. There are those who are literally going to destroy the earth. And there are people, there's nations and there's leaders today, that if they could destroy half the earth and get what they want, they would do it. There are people out there. And you'd be surprised how money and power can corrupt people. And for us, some of the enemies are the Rothschilds, the World Economic Forum, even the World Health Organization. And there's a lot more than that. And they've all got plans on what the nations need to do. Like Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing and be happy. That is if you live through all the stuff they're planning. See, this is what man does. Now see, when the children of Israel went into judgment, God didn't tell them. Tell Babylon to be absolutely terrible to them. But they were. Verse 14 says, Behold, there'll be a stubble. Now you see, that's hard to believe. The greatest, most powerful city at the time, city-state, was Babylon. The type for that today is Mystery Babylon. One of the most seductive and strong powers mentioned in Scripture is Mystery Babylon. See, Babylon of old did not control the entire earth. Mystery Babylon, the whore of Babylon, the woman and the beast, will control the nations of men. And they will create a mark. Matter of fact, they are already talking about it. Klaus Schwab was talking about chipping your children. Yeah, that's real today when we talk about it. We have people today that have designs to do that. Well, you see, if you're sitting around with the family trying to, you know, work a job, be honest, raise your kids in a good manner, you've got a lot of enemies. And you got people today that want that one world government. But there's a one world government coming. And they don't care what you do. Because they're going to go ahead and do it. If you want to live 
you got to do what they tell you. And if you don't get the mark, you're going to be killed. You see, Mystery Babylon is one of the premier powers in the end of days. And there's a spirit of lawlessness. Lawlessness. That Paul even talks about. The mystery of iniquity. That mystery of iniquity flows out of the cup of that woman. Now see, we get back to Israel. They're in Israel. I mean, they're in Babylon. They can't deliver themselves. And how do you invade a nation as powerful as Babylon without allowing all the ones you want to rescue getting killed? Well, I'll tell you what we do today. We just invade it and whoever dies, dies. That's what Biden did when he turned over Afghanistan. He gave away billions and billions and billions of dollars of our equipment and a multi-billion dollar state-of-the-art air base, which China now has. And the people in Afghanistan are totally oppressed. Biden didn't care. He didn't lose any sleep. Democrats don't care. Republicans don't talk about it much. You see, in the world today, people are cheap. Nations are going to make war. But I'll tell you, God is watching. And God was watching when he was delivering Israel. Because Cyrus was able to go in and conquer Babylon. He was able to rescue the Jews. He was able to set them free. And he provided the money, the power, the commands. And they went off to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and start their life again. Meanwhile, in verse 14, all of those multitude of counselors we talked, a bit, talked about, he answers and says, Behold, they will be a stubble. The fire shall burn them. And they shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. And there shall not be a coal to warm at, nor a fire to sit before it, because it will be so hot. Thus shall they be unto thee with whom thou hast labored, even thy merchants from thy youth. They shall wander every one to his quarter, and none shall save thee. And see, that's the same thing that's going to happen to Mystery of Babylon. They will stand afar off. And they'll be weeping and howling because they made lots of money. They became rich with Babylon, mystery Babylon. And she will never rise again, and neither shall the Antichrist, the beast. See, now that's judgment. 
And that's why when we focus on, on these things, this represents the judgment on a wicked nation. Babylon was used to punish Israel. But as we covered earlier, they were wicked in how they treated the Jews. Pride also entered in. And before God, there's nothing worse than pride. You look in America, we have pride. And when you look at the sins of America and those who do them, they have pride. Our politicians, some of them are morally okay, others are immoral. All of them have pride. Pride goes before a fall. Pride does not allow you to get along with people. Pride wants to rule. It wants to be the center of attention. It creates a me society. And that's why we have all this focus on, on all the kids that they're trying to do. And all the various pronouns they got for them. And kids are taught in these schools, some of them, that if you're born a boy, you're not a boy. If you're born a girl, you're not a girl. Now see, geneticists, I've heard top geneticists say that's impossible. If you're born a boy, whatever sex you were born with, you cannot change that. That will always be there. You can whack off the breasts. You know, you can remold the vagina. Take all the feminine parts out. Stick in a whatever, a plastic penis and call yourself a man. A boy can stick on fake breasts. And grown men can do the same thing. And parade around in these drag queen shows to corrupt your kids. Because that's what they want to be around. And they're just teaching them love, they say. But they're corrupt. But see, America doesn't like this kind of talk. See, because they don't want to hear about anything being a sin or corruption. But it's corrupt. They want to be around children. They dance around provocatively. And sometimes they do more than that. So when we're talking about Mystery Babylon, we can think about America being close to that. We could also, one time, Great Britain was considered Mystery Babylon. But Mystery Babylon is a spirit of filth and seduction and power. 
and it'll take over societies like it's taken over America. And it's not going to stop until Christians wake up. But we already have an anti-Christian mannerism in this country. See, this is the way it works. And when we talk about Israel, we can talk about the church. We talk about Babylon and the Jews being there and God delivering them. We can talk about mystery Babylon. And none of that that we talk about today is friendly to Christians. But God is the power. And he has a purpose. And he is sending his son. His son's coming back in Revelation 1. The Lord calls himself the Almighty. He's coming. Revelation 22, he says, I come quickly and my reward is with me. One day there will be no more Jew or Gentile, male or female, Paul writes, but they will be all one in Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. For he came out of the tribe of Judah. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Salvation is of the Jews, the apostles say. And so when we look through Isaiah, we can find many things, especially when we're talking about Babylon about deliverance and about what's going on and so in chapter 48 when we get to it we will deal with some more of this chapter 48 is called the refining Father, we thank you for this day and for watching over us. We thank you for this word. Bless this word to the hearts of all those, their hearts, minds, souls, and spirits. Grant them understanding and bless them. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name. Okay, Tower. Okay. You know, one thing you can count on for sure is God is true and faithful to his word. What he says, he will do it. Yep. Good for your good or for for the evil that people do. I'd rather be on the good side of the Lord. You know, I think that's a good place to be. I do too. <laughs> I'm going to 
be on the right side of the Lord. Especially after reading through Isaiah. <laughs> That's for sure. Isaiah says to you, be smart. <laughs> you <laughs> yes, do not want to be an astrologer living in Babylon, admonishing the king through the stars and coming up against the Lord God's anointed called Cyrus. Boy, that's the truth. Amen. You don't want to be in mystery Babylon and have the mark of the beast when the Lord comes back. No. I'm telling you. It's serious. Yeah. It's not a game we're playing. I'll tell you. No, it's not. Well, we want to thank everybody for being here. We are always glad that you join us. We're thankful for each and every one of you. We pray for you. We always hope the best for you in the Lord Jesus Christ. Please stay safe. Be careful. Draw close to the Lord. In all your circumstances, he will make a way. We love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Read the articles. Got a lot of articles. A truly Christian site. Biblical faith articles. Teachings. Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com. In-depth articles. Don't forget to get my book, The Rising, which is very prophetic. And I urge you to look at it at least. Take a look at it. And you can pick up the ebook, and it doesn't cost much. It, and matter of fact, even Google Play had it. But you can literally purchase this book around the world. But go on over to what website at danaglinsmith.com. I have all the stuff up there for this book. You'll find the book page there, and I have a lot more information. Check it out. I want to hear from you. When you buy the book, read it, and then come to our site, send me a comment through our contact page. I want to know what you think. So until next week, take care of yourself, be blessed, look to the Lord, and we live by faith, not fear, folks. Christ our Lord will never forsake us. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.